0: Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler Miller has joined me today, and we are going to talk about a profitability GPS for data driven management for your shop.
1: Thanks, Miles. I gotta say, I'm interested in this topic. I hear data-driven management said all the time. So what is the profitability GPS?
0: You know, Carly, the jobs that are quoted drives the work that is done in our shop. So I'm going to share some indicators that will give a profitability GPS to keep the quoting process on track, on route, and help your shop to maximize revenues, profits, and machine utilization rather than getting off at the wrong interchange.
1: Nice, that sounds great. All right, so how many are there?
0: There are three, actually,
1: three. Okay, so what's the first one?
0: I think that the first one is the runtime to setup time ratio. The data that you need for this is the cycle time for the item that you're quoting. The setup time for the complexity and the tolerances of the job that you're being quoted.
1: Is that done in dollars?
0: It can be, but comparing units of time is probably good enough. If the time for setup equals the time needed to make the entire production run, the manufacturing cost component of each piece will be doubled. The time to make it and the time is equal to set it up to make it per piece.
1: Okay, I know you, you must have an equation in there. What's the math?
0: Well, (laughs) well, there is an equation. So the manufacturing cost equals the cycle time divided by one part plus the setup time divided by total number of pieces. That's multiplied by the hourly machine rate in seconds. If the setup time is greater than the run time, it will be an additional expense that will make you economically uncompetitive. You need to determine the minimum quantity for the setup time needed to give your team a clear indication of which jobs aren't really worth working up. Have the discipline to get the quantity increased from your customer or an agreed-upon setup charge for small quantities so that your shop can remain a profit generator and not a public service. And there's a bonus indicator.
1: Ooh, I love a bonus. What's that?
0: Tolerance or finish classes that describe the difficulty of the job or the setup. If, if moving from one level of surface finish to another adds a half an hour or some measurable percentage to the setup time that's required for that job, or if it measurably lowers the uptime while operating due to excessive need to adjust tools, Why wouldn't you use that factor to adjust your price?
1: And you just know there has to be someone in the organization who knows these profitability tipping points.
0: Right, and hopefully it's more than just one person. What if they're on a trip? What if they're away? That's true. Part of the process should be to publish these profitability tipping points for your sales team so that they can make this evaluation simple and routine rather than have to go way to that bottleneck of that one person who knows the secret. This should be a routine part of quoting which would make maximizing profitability a routine result of your quotation process.
1: That sounds smart. Okay, so what's the second indicator?
0: The second indicator is the material-to-machine time cost ratio. I developed this indicator back in the 1980s for my computer-grade cycle time calculator for multi-spindle machines. Yes, 1980s. <laughs> yes, computer. Yes, Commodore 64. Yes, we didn't have spreadsheets. But I did this in basics. It broke each job layout into a material cost component and a machining cost component. The machining cost component was calculated by the cycle time determined for the limiting tool operation on a multi-spindle, plus the index time, plus the hourly rate for the machine. So what's the material cost component? The material cost component was the weight of the steel blank required to make each part, not just the finished weight of the part. You are paying for the curve floss. You're paying for the chips that don't make it into the shipping box to the customer. The weight of that entire blank was then multiplied by the cost per pound for the raw material, and the cost for the material can now be compared to the cost of the machining time in process dollars to dollars. Then my calculator could adjust for changed materials by adjusting the machining parameters associated with that alternate grade. I was trying to help my salespeople convince our customers in the shop that a premium material actually would deliver savings to them in their operations and more profitability over over a shift of production.
1: That makes sense to me. So what does the indicator indicate?
0: Well, the use of this ratio will help you evaluate the parts that you have that are most profitable to determine your shop's sweet spot. Does your shop typically make the most profit on jobs where the material cost is roughly equal to the machining cost? Maybe you're more profitable on jobs where the material cost is only half of the machining cost. In other words, you're a lot better at machining rather than just shipping out heavy parts. What if it's less than one-third, less than 10 percent? There are some people making parts on Swiss. They don't care what the material costs. It's a non-issue. Use this simple ratio of material to machine time to fine-tune the quoting opportunities that your company accepts and you will maximize your profitability. You're on the road to where your destination is.
1: So should shops pass up the less profitable jobs?
0: That's really a good question, Carly. No, I don't think you should uh, pass up a job if you have open time. With open time, you should accept every job where you can be profitable. But as we're seeing these days, as lead times start extending, it's really important for you to prioritize the most profitable jobs for your shop for the open capacity that you have to sell. This information can also be used to help you gain insights into why some of your capacity is really full with long lead time work, while other capacity in your shop is lightly bought by your customers. I have a pro tip. Oh, okay, what's your pro tip? Instead of comparing the material cost fraction to the machining cost component fraction, you could just look at material cost as a ratio to selling price. (laughs) It's even easier to vision, right? Find the range where you are making the most revenue or profits and then adjust the jobs that you quote accordingly. But prepare for pushback from the shop when they notice that their mix has changed and they're not getting those easy parts anymore.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, so what's the third indicator?
0: Well, Carly, I'm going to take you back to the bad dreams of MBA school. (laughs) In MBA school... We spent way too much time looking at present value, future value and discounting of cash flows. In MBA school, cash was the asset being considered. I still have occasional bad dreams about needing to solve some of these darn problems and not being able to put my hands on my calculator. But have we as shop owners, as shop controllers, Have we ever stopped to think about this same value calculus being applied to the asset over which we have the most control? The time available for production on our machines in our shop.
1: That's really interesting. So time instead of cash.
0: Yes, Carly, why wouldn't we expect in today's ever connected instant gratification, get it in 24 hours with Amazon Prime free shipping, I need it now world, why wouldn't we expect to be paid more for parts that we can deliver by next Friday as compared to parts that we can deliver in June?
1: So do you think shops can turn over custom parts on demand for 100% of their business?
0: Not a chance. (laughs) There's no way. However, if you have the institutional skills with your team To do setups quickly, make special tools when needed as needed, and have access to material to start production within 48 hours, I am suggesting that parts by next Friday should sell for a much higher premium than parts for delivery two months from now.
1: Okay, that makes sense. I mean, we as consumers, we face this all the time, especially when we were traveling back in the good old days when we were traveling at hotels and with airfares.
0: Right. I remember those days. (laughs) It's called revenue management. Sell a portion of your capacity, whether it's airline seats, hotel rooms, or your precision machining shop's available machine time at normal price for long lead times. Notice I didn't say discount.
1: Mm, That's important. So... What are you doing? You're just capturing more value for the time, right?
0: Right. So normal price for long lead times, but maximize revenue by selling some of my open capacity that's available right now for those orders that are high urgency and required immediately for a price premium over the normal cost I would expect for that capacity. There's nothing about discounts here just capturing more value for our time.
1: Alright, so what's the bottom line?
0: The bottom line is that revenue is essential to make our shops profitable.
1: No revenue, no profits.
0: Right. Profits are what make our shops sustainable. Sustainability is achieved by investing in new technologies, new capabilities, and training higher skills for our performers. All of these make us more competitive. It's what's called a virtuous circle. No expensive sensors, no software to buy, not a lot of man hours involved to capture these three indicators. But once you harness the insights and deploy the lessons learned of runtime to setup time ratio, material to machine time, cost ratio, future value, present value of an hour of machine time that you have in your shop right now, you will be quoting with knowledge from your process. Knowledge that will help you maximize your revenue, machine utilization, and profitability. Your bottom line is simply this. Your quoting process is what is really driving your manufacturing. Your quoting process, being the driver, should take advantage of a profitability GPS.
1: So shops need to ask themselves, what data am I using to drive my quoting process?
0: Yes. The real need for data-driven manufacturing is when we quote. It's a virtuous cycle to better understand how the factors for each job will impact costs in our process. Potential recoverable revenue for the capacity that we have available Listeners, I'm certain you will be quite pleased with the return on your efforts for a little bit of simple math and That wraps up today's podcast on the meaning of your sales numbers for profitability GPS in your shop Thank you for joining us for additional information please visit pmpa.org.
1: Yes, and when you're on pmpa.org, you can check out our new website with robust search features that find articles, webinars, more of these podcasts, and other resources to help your precision machining business. And don't forget
0: to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You don't want to miss one.
1: That's right. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out PMPA.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership so important, Miles? Because Because we we are are better better together. together.
0: Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.